Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, only about 13 minutes or so, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also keeps us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. And that's important for us from an eternal perspective. Share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. You may help somebody turn their life around, grow in their faith, and even get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study today. We're going to talk about something that is politically incorrect because we're going to be talking about political correctness for the church and for Christians. Well, we live in a culture right now in our country, and I'm not talking about the rest of the world. The rest of the world has their problems for sure, but this is where we live, and we need to be focused on our culture in this country right now. Our culture used to respect the Bible as God's word. Now, they respected the Bible as God's word because they respected God. More and more surveys are telling us that fewer and fewer people are actively and definitely expressing belief in God. Well, so if you don't believe in God, you're not going to believe in the Bible. Certainly not believe the Bible as being God's word. And you're not going to believe in the church that God had sent his son into this world to establish upon this earth. So you see, we've got some basic fundamental problems, foundational problems right there. More and more, we are hearing people denigrating belief in God's word, belief in God, belief in the necessity of the church. How sad. Our culture used to respect the Bible as God's word and thereby respect it as being authoritative for our lives individually and our lives as a basic shaping, molding factor in our culture, but not so much anymore. Our culture right now is media-driven. I mean, we've never seen so much media in our face constantly, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as we're seeing right now. We've got not just the big three major networks talking about news, and then they've got their cable channels that are on 24 hours, then you've got other cable channels that are on 24 hours, and you've got social media, and you've got all kinds, all kinds of programming that are throwing at us opinions. Now, news, in some cases, yes, they're, they're broadcasting the news reports, talking about what's going on here, what's going on there, what somebody is saying over there, what somebody is saying over here, talking about differences of opinion and so on. But so much of it is opinion-based right now and opinion-driven. And so when we're talking about opinions, whose opinion is authoritative? Whoever's shouting the loudest? with their opinion, expressing what they want, what they believe and what they want everybody else to believe. 
the great tra- trait of tolerance that we once championed in our country and in our culture for hundreds of years is being trampled underfoot. Because if you do not agree with the politically correct position of those who are pushing that politically correct position, then you are to have your mouth shut. You are to have your voice silenced. And all kinds of horrible names will be used in reference to you and your position, whatever it might be that enabled you to voice your understanding of things, can be destroyed. Freedom of speech, that's gone out the window to a great extent. Now, those who are proposing, who are really promoting the politically correct movement, and whatever that is, you have to think about it every single day because it changes continually. Whatever is politically correct about this or politically correct about that, and the positions keep changing, and the particulars of those positions keep changing. I mean, constantly. But the idea of tolerance, of freedom of speech, if you don't agree with the politically correct movement, there is no tolerance. They do not want to give you any freedom of speech that disagrees with their position. And so they will label you as a hater, as a bigot, narrow-minded. But when you listen to their responses along those lines, it becomes clear that they are expressing hateful speech, that they are intolerant, that they are bigoted in their position on what they believe and want you to believe and want to force down your throat that you must believe or else you must be silenced. And that, my friends, is being extended to the church. To the church. Now, a lot of people would say, no, they'll they'll never silence the church. Uh, Yeah, it's already being, it's already happening. To the degree that churches are being pushed to accept the politically correct positions. And leadership within a number of denominations are bowing to that pressure. They are kowtowing to those who are pushing the politically correct movement. Now, a lot of people might say politically correct. Well, that means, surely, that means the majority of the people in the country believe those things, those positions. They've accepted those positions. Not so. I would suggest to you that those who are really the biggest pushers, the biggest voices in the politically correct movement are a small minority. The majority do not necessarily go along with those positions. Now, a lot of times they will kowtow to them because they feel intimidated. If they say the wrong thing, if they use the wrong prefix in addressing another person, if they express the wrong opinion about something, they're blasted. They're criticized, publicly so in many cases. And their position of whatever it might be, professionally, politically, 
influence-wise is in many cases to be attacked and destroyed. You see, connected with the politically correct movement is the cancel culture movement. They go hand in hand. They're just different, different, uh, you know, different compartments, perhaps we might say, or different divisions within the same movement. If you don't agree with the politically correct movement, then you got to be canceled. So that means, you know, if you're in a position of public, uh, public awareness or public, you know, influence, you've got to, you cannot hold that position any longer. If you are an entertainer, a broad-based entertainer, and you don't do not go along with the politically correct movement on everything, you're to be silenced. Your career is to be destroyed. You cannot be used in an entertainment way any longer. Now, I'm not exaggerating on these banners. That is what we're seeing, what is being pushed upon us every single day right now. Again, politically correct, cancel culture, woke movement, they're all the same thing. Just different compartments, just different sections, just different... Uh, expressions of the same thing. And they are, in many cases, hypocritical at their base. If you don't agree with us, then you can't say anything in disagreement with us. And you are to be put down, you are to be silenced, and how sad that is. Now, so the big question in this particular section of in this particular line of thought and study. What about the church? What about us as individual Christians? Should we be politically correct? Or should we be biblically correct? Should the church strive to be politically correct? Or biblically correct? How will we, as individual Christians... How will we as the church promote belief in God, respect for God as God, respect for the Bible as God's word by not standing up for the truth of God's teachings? Jesus said in John 8 and verse 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. We have to draw a line somewhere and stand on that line and say, no further will we be pushed into collapsing in our dedication and commitment to the truth of God's word. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Something I have taught through these today's Bible class studies, through radio programs, through teaching Bible classes and preaching in person for many years, truth is not subject to popular opinion. Truth is truth where anyone whether anyone likes it or not, whether, whether anyone believes it or not. 
for many years, the shakers and movers of the culture of the day believed the earth was flat. They were wrong. People who thought something else or at least expressed a different belief might have been put down, might have been demeaned. But the truth was the earth was round then and it's round today. Truth is not subject to popular opinion or acceptance. Truth is truth, whether anybody believes it or likes it or not. Let me leave you with this question before we move on next time. Do you think Jesus was politically correct? Think about that. Let's pray. Father, help us to live lives that exhibit Christian love, godly love, but at the same time, guide us, strengthen us, help us to be determined to live lives that reflect the truth of your word and your will for our lives, not just us individually, but humanity as a whole. Please guide us in this and strengthen us in this and help us, Father, again to exhibit your love through our lives to everyone around us. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.